everybody, and welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. Uh, I am your host, John Jennings, and uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Ryan Kraft. Ryan, how we doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. How you doing, guys? Yeah, I was going to say, we also have with us a, a few special guests here. Uh, we have friend of the pod, uh, Chris, and, was all, uh, and also we have uh, Mr. Keenan with us here, fresh off his uh, casting duties from this past weekend at the Provisional. How we doing, guys? Doing good. Go ahead, Keenan. Good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, like, like that, that's where the that's where the the folks at home who will not who will see the video watch me and Keenan pause for three seconds to wait because we're both <laughs> nice gentlemen and we'll let the other guy talk first. Yeah. Go ahead, really, Keenan. You go first. I know you used to have a content channel. I have no idea how to do any of this podcasting nonsense. So you know, we're we're, we're here to be polite. But I'm doing good. It was a really good weekend. Uh, it was exhausting. I have never streamed for that long. Uh, and so it was a, it was a lot and, um, I was like, you know, surviving on the back of my co-host Jesse and also Mike, who was in our ear, just mm -hmm. getting us from place to place. And then, uh, Ty and, and Miles and all the interviews and everything like that, which was great. So it was, uh, I, I am, I'm just kind of recovering from that. I definitely lost my voice, uh, on Monday, but, uh, we've, we've, we kind of powered back through, so it's been good. Nice. I, I will say it's a little disappointing to hear you say that you don't know a thing about podcast because, to be honest, that's why we invited you here. Was me and Ryan were hoping you could like give us some pointers or Maybe something. Some podcast advice. Yeah, yeah I we... got you. <laughs> <laughs> first, well, first was... piece of advice: don't show it to anybody. Don't let anyone know you have one. <laughs> it's really best if you keep it a secret. So, <laughs> okay. So this is also it's yours. This is also a really unique episode, John. I don't know if you know this, mm -hmm. but. Now that we have Chris and Keenan here, we have the 2011 Legacy World Champion and the 2011 World Champion and three other people all on one podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So it's fun. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, it's uh, over a decade of not doing anything is basically <laughs> what you have on your stream. <laughs> hey. I realized I realized 2020 was like like 2021 was the last shot and that was right when COVID was happening and standard just went out the window. So, you yeah. know, it's whatever. But I've I've been washed up for a while now. So we just I was just I, I got in there right as FFG dropped the game and Jasco picked it up. So all the players had left and it was a perfect open field for me to cruise through a 60 gotcha. person worlds to two times. Nice. But yeah. Hey man. Sixty it's... people. I was gonna say this just like just like the Lakers bubble title. That stuff still counts, man. Still counts. <laughs> still got the card for it. Absolutely. Yeah, and we claim sure. it proudly. We claim it proudly, hundred percent. It did win. You search my name in UFS Ultra. I'm right there. It is. I love Keenan Meadows' face. I love that face. That card, Matter of Heads or Tails, is one of my favorite cards ever. I know. It's it's great because like my character was absolute dog. Can I curse on this show? Yeah, say whatever you want, man. Dog shit. Okay, cool. And then my after they banned Ballistic Snapkick, of course. But then my foundation sees play in everything, and I'll watch a retro tournament. Everybody's got it in play, and I'm like, hey, this is awesome. So I was glad I got to make some mark on the format, and I got to be the safe keyword before there was a safe keyword. So that felt that is true. That is true. Very nice. Uh, well, we have a little bit of a special episode uh, tonight. Uh, we're just kind of getting together with some people who uh, attended the event or worked at it. Just kind of get their thoughts and their experiences firsthand. Uh, so, Chris, you actually went and played. You were on stream. Uh, we talked about it some, uh, I believe, on the episode of the night. Uh, you were on the first first match stream. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I was in round one, uh, table one. I looked mm -hmm. at that. Wow, that will be the first and probably last time I'll ever be at this table all day. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess to start off, like... Uh, Shout out to Legendary Wolf. Um, 
he put on a hell of an Miles had it locked down. Everything was very streamlined. I think the only hiccup was the new Jasco website wasn't allowing certain people to get access to it due to their phone. Like it doesn't like iPhones. It doesn't like yeah, refreshing properly. It does not play well with mobile iOS. Yeah, it, it also has some bugs on Android where it's asking you for something, but you have to just refresh the page and then it just works. Um, but other than that, Kelly uh, yeah, yeah. and the crew, uh, Alex. Yeah. Jellyfish, uh, air quotes for those listening on the audio version of the test. Um, he got it all worked out. Uh, like back. overall, I, I would say, I think it's like the biggest provisional level event Jasco's ever run. Like nationals and worlds don't. Care. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother level. Oh, of, th- a whole nother yeah. level. But like, you know, this region, I guess this provisional level event that's pretty good for the first you know live action like i'm talking like cartoon to live action movie adaption but uh 109th pretty good i guess they did sell out and then about a bunch of people had to cancel mm-hmm. so a few people didn't show up uh keith rest in peace and his travel gremlins again got him we love you tim we love you I know Corey couldn't make it because Corey ended up having something come up in the last minute, so he couldn't make it, which was sad face as well. So, yeah. But I don't know. Everyone, we we crammed 109 people in that store, and it actually was not people on top of people, which I was really, really worried about. Um, Jasco made sure to hire everyone to wear a mask who was playing, which was kind of cool. You know, even though some, I guess, have lifted the, most of their restrictions, but they just wanted to make sure everyone had a good time and was safe. So um, no one really put up a stink about us old timers who can't breathe did though. Whatever, that's no here nor there. <laughs> but yeah, um, Ryan, you're still like just here, Ryan, because I can't oh, yeah, see here. you. Yeah, here. I'm moving. Oh, I can't see him. It just keep going around in a circle. And... <laughs> hey, are you the only one who can't t- see me? It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I can fine. see you loud and clear, Ryan. You're good. <laughs> but, uh, a, it was really weird. They gave us an hour lunch break, which I wasn't really used to. Um, okay. Usually it's like a half an hour, but maybe because since we had so many people and the mall was kind of like short-staffed, they just gave us an hour, which was kind of nice. Um, a lot of people finished their games early and still barely made it back in time because the mall was just crammed with, people, with hungry, hungry nerds and couldn't keep up with the demand. So that was kind of, they actually extended lunch break by 15 minutes because some people got caught in traffic or something. I don't know, but it was really funny. They're like, I could have been like, man, I gotten more food. I could have gone to the bathroom <laughs> back. Oh man. It was fun filling out a paper deck list for a change. I really thought I spelled some <laughs> words wrong. I had to read, check my spelling and all that. Has anybody ever been de- disqualified for a just spelling error? Like really? I've seen people. Um, I've screwed I, up. I've screwed up the name of a card, and that got me. That that got me dinged in a teams event. But otherwise, I've never. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't um, think I don't, putting an exclamation point at the end of curse splat or something has ever been a problem. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure about spelling. No, people have forgotten cards or quantity of cards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> Isn't other Bruder than that notorious for that? Hasn't he well, got yeah. for that? When Ashley won her world championship in 2019, Brobrick was Swiss champ, and he screwed up his deck list, and right. he ended up uh, dropping. Uh, he lost a game for it, and that actually lost him his match. So, uh, yeah, geez. that's that's some serious stuff. Always get your friends 
to check your deck list. Your deck is not that secret. People, especially in this format where yeah. there are, you know, like 200 cards not even <laughs> to play with. Everybody knows what you, you sit across from somebody. You're playing Tokoyami. I can name three of your attacks without even seeing you make a check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you probably know can... like 90% of every deck without looking at the deck. Honestly. Yeah. I if mean... you think about it, yeah. So, um, so you said that there was 109, was it 109 people that were there? Yeah, 109. Okay. It was interesting, like, um, so like 30% of the format was Jiro and Asui, and only yep. two, two Jiros made top eight, and they all lost in the first round, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Every I thought Jiro, Jiro lost would in just... the first round? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think they both lost in the top eight. None in the top oh, four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, top eight. Uh, yeah. As far as I know, a lot of them were picking each other off in the middle tables going as the... Like, they were just running into each other. You know, one guy, Andrew from Go Beyond Gaming, was playing Asui. He faced the mirror, I want to say three rounds. The first three rounds, he hit the mirror. It's like statistically impossible. <laughs> he hit the mirror in the first three rounds. He's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm already one. I already want to go home. This sucks. Oh, you know, I felt like you know he. I think he was like a, a he was a, he was like two and one or one one and one after three or whatever. I I, I don't remember. Sorry, Andrew. And uh, but yeah, he was just like, man, I faced the mirror like three times. This is stupid. It should never happen. I'm... Was he on Jira? No, he was on Asui. Yeah, that's like a there one in only... a thousand chance to to hit the mirror. I know. That's that nuts. crazy. Right? Yeah. The point zero one percent. Or the point one percent. I'm sorry, that's rough. It was crazy. Um, I was surprised how many Satos there were, though. Like, yeah. I guess uh, he's yeah. like the most. I I would say he's probably quote unquote best of the provisional characters. I know, like I right everyone, now, yeah. yeah, everyone loves Midnight because Midnight's awesome. But I think she takes more of a not skill, but I think she's gonna take someone to really break her. The commit foundation is that's that's high cost. That's especially say, if you're trying to be aggressive. Like you have yeah. to hope oh, yeah. accidentally goofs and you know overextends, and then you're like, mm -hmm. oh, now this does something on turn four. But like on mm -hmm. turn two, you're going, here's a pillar swing. I need a six, and now I need another one to just get the speed on this to make it make to make it matter. So right. yeah. yeah, she's she's yeah, she's gonna need some tools. Someone was asking me, why don't you play at midnight? Because I don't want to play. I don't want to play with breaker one the entire event. You know, on all my attacks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it felt like. The thing with her though is you just gotta learn like not to use the ability on every attack. That's not what it's there for. It's really there just to push through damage. Yeah. Well, I was thinking it's like more along the lines of just use it defensively and you should be Oh, sure. For the yeah, most yeah. part. But... So Keenan, you had the benefit of actually getting a break during your casting uh of yeah. the event. I'm like John, John who went the full Iron Man like twelve yeah. hours with and no breaks. How, that how was, was the on the break? back of Mike? Mike, uh, Mike Bisson, or Bison, or however I'm pretty sure it's Bisson, but that man, like, and and he he told me he was he 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 said like a lot of these a lot of these events they don't do that, and there was an exhibition match, so they were they asked us specifically, would you guys like to cast this or would you guys like to take the break? And I was like, I got to go make a pizza right now because I am <laughs> literally fading, and it's round three, uh, oh. and if any any more time goes on, I'm like I'm losing my mind. Like by the end of by the end of the day, I literally was have I, I could barely get the name of cards out. I thought I think I screwed up the name of Destin for mainstream success like seven times because I just couldn't keep the thoughts in the in a line. Like day two, it I, I woke up on Sunday feeling hungover and I hadn't Jeez. drunk 
anything. I just was bent. It was wild. Um, but yeah, so that that break was crucial. Um, one of the things that was like a real saving grace is that we had three people really being the casters because we had Ty to step in for us. Mm, so like yeah. Jesse and I got breaks every round for like 10, 15 minutes uh, as long as it went pretty quick. Uh, and that allowed us to run to the restroom, take a second. Like, honestly, like w there was there's still like the stream stuff going. You can listen in. But I was just like taking my headphones off and letting everything be quiet because I just needed to just like re refocus and just be ready to be live because it's so much energy to be that excited all the time about everything people are doing and it's really fun to watch like i so enjoy watching people's strategies in this format especially because i do so badly at this format that it's like it's <laughs> it's fun to it's fun to see everybody else make the decisions um but like at the same time it's it's so much effort to uh to run that through but yeah like i was i was absolutely saved John, as as far as your experience, so mm -hmm. so you were you were running through the full twelve hours. Was that was that as grueling as it was for me, but even probably more so? Um probably to some degree. So like on the first day we had time off in between matches, so like we didn't jump to other matches after ours ended. Like if we whatever time that ended for game ended for the first round, that was it. We didn't come back on until the next round. So we had like five to ten minutes usually between each round. It was day two, I think, was, was the really tough one. Weirdly. You had top 16 as well, so you had yeah. a whole other untimed round to get through. Yes, and, and there was that, and pretty much every game we did was the longest mat, was the longest game that round on day two. So we never had like that break to like segue away from something else. Yeah. And like I, I, I just remember when... Uh, when it goes to game two of the final match between Broberg and um, I can't think of who his opponent was. Oh, uh, uh, but it, it looked like his opponent was going to take game two. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was like, dear God, please, <laughs> please don't let this go for another. <laughs> please don't let's go to a game three. See, I had to go. To, I, I had to run to the restroom in the middle of, I want to say, second day in one of the sessions. So I just I just messaged Jesse on Facebook. I was like, Jesse, just talk for like a minute real quick. <laughs> and uh, and and yeah, like we were able to coordinate and, mm -hmm. and, and find time when we absolutely needed it. But I, that was that was go. That was the Momo Sato match where the game one was like 50 minutes of oh, just yeah. like const like like just backswings on backswings on on wall up on on backswing. It was. It was yeah. an, an insane game, and we actually did the same thing. We hit the longest match every single time, but mm -hmm. matches two and three were Arrow Chacos <laughs> and Tokoyamis, and it yeah. was just like, oh, okay, these are aggro decks. We're going to be okay. But I know, like, we were, I, I felt very fortunate that we didn't have to sit through one of the water deck slogs, because that deck is the most boring deck to watch on the face of the planet for yeah. me likes to see stuff happen and that deck is all about making nothing happen for as long as possible until finally it's like okay we get 30 damage on everything so no <laughs> yeah. offense to water deck players you guys are amazing uh control does have a place in the game but like honestly i just don't want to i just don't want to sit through it personally <laughs> it's crazy how the format like morphed from the provisional that you did john to what keenan mm -hmm. just went through well you went through like the slowest most awful format ever, John, with the K's everywhere. Kirishima, Keenan... the, 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 the Kirishima versus Kirishima with coordinated efforts everywhere. Yeah, it's, That's it, super, that is the most super do... facts thing ever. You are correct. <laughs> super fat. I'm glad that format is long in the rear view mirror. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, now we're on the racetrack. Like, there's so much super fast aggro stuff going around. I mean, there there is some like mid rangey stuff, but mm-hmm. I was actually so surprised. I was surprised no Aizawa's made it. Like, I I feel like he's. I I played All Might two at the last provisional, and I watched Barrett Bryant block six attacks on turn three without taking anything as I was like clearing my card pool and drawing a million cards and just like going and going and going. And I was like, yep. this character is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we yep. get to tops here. And I, like, I know Jiro gives him a hard time. So the 20 Jiro's probably just dropped the eraser heads down to the bottom, but I don't even think he was on the list of top characters in the spread. Like the meta breakdown, he wasn't anywhere near that. And I, I have a feeling like people are going to bring him back. He's, a really good character but man it was it was wild not to see him uh i faced one in round two she had she had the buy in round one mm-hmm. oh i got to face her in round two i killed her on turn two and then she swapped right into nomu uh, ah. but yeah so she's yeah. like yeah I, I i can't i can't beat you playing that character so at least i can try to like smash you in the face so and that actually gave me a lot of problems because it's like well i guess i just put everything to six damage but it's yeah. just like He's doing 10 to 50, you know, 10 plus on all of his attacks, so I have to block. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, just having attacks. Nomus don't, and Nomus traditionally don't keep more than one card in their hand. It's like, here's a four damage attack. Hmm. Oh man, and then she'd super regen it, and I'd just be like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Make He's the game sucks. take longer. Yeah, so exactly, five, exactly. There were only five erasers in the whole tournament, to answer your question oh, about cool. that. So there were so some there, but. Okay, mm-hmm. they just yeah. didn't didn't do it we we talk all the time about like we all me and john and matt thought that eraser was going to be so good in the mm-hmm. format it's like bro yeah. everything is plus two or minus two speed you always have a plus one mid breaker block like yep this is nuts you, how's you, he not good and he's it, just not in good in a game center around picking a character and designing decks around their powers he says you don't have a power right how yeah. is he I, not good i honestly <laughs> think that i think his skill his skill level is not not to be i got i Whatever, fuck it. I'm gonna be mean. It's too it, it's too hard for new players. I'll tell no, you that right it's, now. It's too hard, it's hard for me, Chris. And yeah. I've been playing this game for 16 years. Like it, it is. That, it, I, I tried him. He's it, is too hot. He's so hard, hard to play, and you yeah. have so many matchups that you don't want to sit across. Like you don't want to sit down to play your character. Never. You him. never want to see Sarah ever. You never. Like, well, you I was ne- just about to it, say. It, well, it's next set, obviously. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is part of his problem is like these 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 seven hand size characters. A lot of them may have access for whatever reason to like really strong defensive mechanics, whereas Eraser doesn't have access to wall cling. Like if he could play that's wall right. cling, yep. this would this would be honestly, a, a different a different glad. I'm I'm honestly but, but, uh, yes, but also yes, he, he would be way too cling. good if he had wall yeah. cling, right? Yeah. Like that's that's mm-hmm. the trade off. Is he doesn't have the thing to reduce the damage from the throws, which right. are what's going to kill him. But like death, death version, point, like water stuff. So death version does get super regen. It does. And so there, and uh, one of the things we got to see was Kevin Broberg sliding from Machaco two into a death eraser mm-hmm. head yeah. uh, in his in his third game and try to yeah. kill. And it was it was really it was like I actually I built a death eraser recently. It was a sideboard from Bakugo, uh, <laughs> who's not as good as Machaco two, no matter what I do. But um, like it's such a cool it's such a cool deck. He just has such a hard time killing you. And living at the same time, like mm-hmm. you have to either you, you kind of have to go one way or the other. And then when people start attacking you and you just like if you if you screw up, you're dead. Like he's so the thing about like seven handers is they're so punishable because you everything has to go right or you just have to be playing super safe. And yeah. I don't know. I just I used to play seven handers all the time. That was the only thing I played. And now it's like if I have to pick a seven hander, it better be just broken. 
absolutely snapped or I'm just yeah, going to yeah. go. Yeah. Aggro it's, gonna be just, it's so good right now. Like if you mm-hmm. have one misstep, you're just going to get killed on your second turn or your third turn at the latest. If you're a seven hander, third, third turn, second turn is really, I feel like it's really rare to see second turn decks, except for now that this Tokoyami's out there. Like yes. Marcus made a monster. His, his, his build is just like the craziest thing. He's got more, He's got more non non foundations than foundations in that thing, and he's like he's like mulliganing. It's super greedy, but like he kept a three foundation hand because he knows when he mulligans, he's got better. That's the best hand he's gonna get. And it was like watching it, watching him play it was like wild. And then you start looking at the numbers, you're like, oh, this is all very justified. And then he killed. uh, God, I think he killed. levi uh on turn two as ochako mm-hmm. with three foundations up and i'm going damn this deck is crazy like i want to i want to build it first big bird fan love love the aesthetics of the character love the love the way the character plays like it's totally sick but at the same time i'm like this like it's it's not going to blow up the format because not everybody's going to play it as well as he does but if you get into top cuts you're going to have to face him <laughs> for sure yeah so. I mean, there's another decklist of Tokiyami running around. It's like the Daniel Nelson decklist. Yeah. He's been playing him a lot. And I watched him at a 1K. It's probably like a month ago. He turned to Nomu, who mistakenly committed his character and just yeah. completely Whoopsie. Nomu up on turn two. Like, <laughs> if you can kill Nomu on turn two, any of these seven handers are killable on turn two. Oh, yeah, for sure. I also, I also think that back to the eraser head point and the seven hander thing, I think it, if he gets into a top cut, and I guess with these new defensive tools that are coming out in Crimson Rampage in a few weeks, I actually think he may see like more play just because he has throw hate. He has ways to take the throw keyword off things now with confused and in gunhead, whatever the foundation that puts it to two damage, block, villains defeated it, gain it back, yep. move it from the game, stuff like that. So he's going to have a little more more of a defensive game plan so and i think he's going to rely more on the discard aspect of his support mm-hmm. applying the kicks because he's getting a lot of stuff from a Chaco three that she's going to be like well dude well you're either blocking or you're discarding what do you want do you want to take the damage or do you just want to get rid of that card in your hand and rip i'm gonna rip your hand after the third attack you won't have a hand you better have outside draw survive the yeah. format I think the more the format generally slows down, the better a racer's going to get over time. So, I mean, you yeah. know, sets two, three, four, five, six, like, if people get forced out of playing really greedy aggro decks, a racer's just going to thrive in those formats. Yeah. Yes, really please. No more yeah. greed. Well, I, mean, I love racers. mid-range. I love mid-range. I love mid-range, too, Chris. I'm say, right there with you. A racer's also going to have access to Excited for Blood. Oh yeah. Uh, so you you can play like the, I think the Death Eraser is gonna be I think oddly really aggressive like some 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 form of like aggro control monster hybrid because you can do things like you can run four super regen four excited for blood you can play glamorous with oh, them yeah. you can flip those back over yeah it's but you also get like the really strong like Bakugo death lineup and plus the new Bakugo death lineup it's yeah. I think it's gonna be nasty explosive or freaking Bakugo's. Four speed, low five damage. Discard a momentum for each fury, uh, and then you can erase your own attack to yes. uh, be able to get mm-hmm. the plus one, plus three. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you watch Kevin Broberg's matchup at all, um, I don't know, John, if you're able to catch the stream, but he like 
like he he did this in game three. He had like ten minutes left to fight fight on uh, Momo, mm-hmm. and it was like as aggressive as a racer head can be, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool because he's got so much defense that like there's a justification to be like this is sort of mid range where you don't always have the damage to get there, but you've got mm-hmm. just enough defense to like hang on because everything gets minus two speed, and you just kind of try to roll through that way. Yeah, uh, he got, he got timed out, but like it was still it was still a really valiant effort. Yeah, I I am probably gonna take a really hard look at Death Eraser in set two. Uh, my my favorite set or my favorite deck from when I played was Promo Adon Death. Um, oh which which was which was like the talk about like dating the, yourself. Jesus, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, man, Promo Adon Death with Legendary Blade. Give me that all day, right? Adon like, three. <laughs> it was, uh, but it, it it was kind of like that 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 weird monster hybrid of like it had like some decent like control pieces and like discard but it was also really aggressive mm-hmm. uh but i so i'll probably take a look at that i, I think that kind of he reminds me of that yeah wasn't that, or, wasn't that character an eight-hander uh he was 822 yeah okay yeah okay there we go yeah that was actually over. not the best stat line in the game either it was 823 it was a it was it was vega mm-hmm. and he said commit to yeah. give you two momentum just eat. Wow. it's amazing wow <laughs> yeah that's, that's and, uh, crazy Eight hand says Nakaruru oh, also existed. Uh, so, uh, fun, fun note from one of my matches, I was in CJ Wolf. He was playing a Fire Eda, and he's like, this is, the, this is the greediest deck ever. He was the fat gum guy. He was the yeah. 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 He was on stream. It was sick. I go, uh, I saw him, and I yeah. go, I, I, I literally tell him, I go, Freddy, you're deadlock. Fire got nothing. And I build into deadlock. He goes, Buster Kick, get to momentum. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. And, he, and then he goes, he goes, he goes, recipro burst. I'm like, rip. Oh. One second, please. <laughs> look around. I kind of look at my cards. I go, proceed, sir. And he goes, a million damage, million speed. I'm like, well, we're going to game two now. Yeah. Yes. Like, it, up. <laughs> it was like, hilarious when that guy came on stream. Keenan was like, he, we can only see his gloves. And Keenan's like, oh, man, I love this guy's gloves. They're fantastic. They were, they were then, the fashion is hell. And then they showed the yeah, hand cam where you yes. could see him. And it was like, oh, it's just a fat gum cosplay. This is yeah. amazing. This is already a great know day. Like I couldn't even, I didn't know it was CJ. Like, I looked around for him. I'm like, where's CJ at? And then he sat down in front of me and he had his mask off. Oh, that, that explains it. Mm-hmm. That explains it. <laughs> so what was, was the... It a, there was, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Ryan. Now I was going to change the subject. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. Because I was going to say there was a couple other cosplayers. But it was more along the lines. They were in, one One girl was in, in the schoolgirl uniform. She really wasn't anybody. I don't, not that I know of. And, uh. That was pretty much it. It was kind of odd. I usually thought there would be a lot more, but you know, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, we're there to play cards, not dress right. up. It's also you have to play cards. You have to be comfortable the whole day. So you know, fact it was hot. In you're there. basically wearing just a hoodie, which to me would be too warm. But you know, mm-hmm. it was. I was wearing a hoodie at the start up. of the day, and I go, man, it's 109 people, not even counting staff and Esco team, you know, and. Yeah, you guys like, had the laser sun beaming through the skylight that ruined oh. our stream for like a match. Oh, God, I saw <laughs> oh, that. Is that what that was? Yeah. yeah. I could yeah. not figure it because it kept like, I was like, I, I guess the camera on the stream was going out because it would just like go like black almost. And yeah. I had the sound turned off because I was like doing other stuff, just like watching. And then it like just light back up. I was like, okay, I guess I got to fix. Yeah. And like 10 seconds later, I'm like, what the hell like, is going on? 
they have a they have a hardwood floor and it reflects the sun in such a oh. way that it was bouncing it directly in there so like oh, i no. think mike was going over and like <laughs> laying stuff down to prevent the reflection from being so bad so that's when it came back up and then it moved again and it ruined it again it was just like i don't even know what's going on jesse and i like were squinting <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell was going on it was awful <laughs> but we made it that's was like weird. it was probably 20 minutes it was fine so I might have missed out on some of this when I disconnected, Chris. You may have talked about it. What was, like, the best thing that they were doing at that event as far as, like, making it run smoothly for the players that would be good for other events to do to make a smooth event happen? Uh, having the pairings on the app slash website was the best thing ever because all you had to do is pull it up on your phone and go to your table. There was no being in a line of 50 people waiting to find your seat and then sit down and then start playing. Everyone... You like I would it was it was awesome. Like you'd find your pairing, sit down. You had three minutes to do pregame procedures, shuffle, mulligan, yada yada yada, and you just go to the races. So it was just it was that was probably the best part about it. Um, it's, yeah, I would say uh one one slop would be no top sixteen and a hundred nine. Oh, that 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 should never ever happen. It should be top sixteen, that's, no matter what. That's, that's tournament four rules, bro. Like. I don't think I've ever played a card game where you get top 16 with 100 people. Like it's really? Uh, yeah. Man, uh, you, you get top Universal 16 in Fighting System man. does that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a top 16 in a, I want to say, 59-player field uh, the year after I won my card. Mm -hmm. And really? it was a crowd of people. And J uh, Jason is standing up there, and he's like, all right, it's time to top eight. And then people are like, ah. He's like, okay, who wants to do top eight? I raised my hand. Right. Okay, who wants to do top 16? The <laughs> whole tournament raises their hand, and then yeah. I get kicked out in round one playing against a player I wouldn't have had to play in a 59-player tournament. Yeah. It was travesty. Rob I mean, I to this it. day. <laughs> like, everyone wants to play in tops. I get it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I played... I came to your Atlanta PTC in, like, 2012 or 13, and that mm -hmm. was probably the most stacked field of, like, 60 people I've ever seen. Oh yeah, and it was a top eight cut. It was more dense than Worlds was like any year, and we cut <laughs> to top eight. Like, well, I don't get cutting to a top top sixteen with sixty people. That's a quarter of the field. That's, That's a quarter of the field. But like when you get to like one hundred twenty eight, like Ashley's uh, run through uh, Worlds, I think she had like one hundred twenty six or so. Like she was right. I think she was right around yeah. that number, and they had a top sixteen. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was also a very stacked top 16 too. like Mark Tyner, Phil Burch, Shane, uh, Richard, like every single person there was just an absolute killer. It was it, so, yeah. yeah, I, I could see like moving it, but like, it feels weird when top eight is like up to 128 people. I feel like you could put it between like, I don't know. I feel like there's a different, a different stack you could do that would make it make yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I think that. I don't know. I guess I'm, 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 I subscribe to the more is better, and I think you'd get more, just better, not better matches, but you'd get more matches in tops, and you get more sure. of a diversity of, you know, because eight people out of 109 is not representative of the entire event, so, like, you can get double that, you may get a better I mean, percentage I, look, I don't know, but that's just me, because I love seeing more people play more games. Yeah, 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 I totally get that aspect is, of it. We are spoiled by old universes, and we are bad <laughs> players. So I am totally, I'm totally there with you. 
<laughs> me, me and Sean at the last, because, you know, we were table six for the winning in, and we were just looking around going, man, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we're just happy to be here. Two old men fighting it out. You know, it's just like, ah, man, we're, we're just happy to be. Here. Were you and Sean oh. the two oldest people there? Did you confirm that? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny that. That's a yes. Sean, okay. I think Sean. I think Sean confirmed it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think uh, Sean and Mark Tyner were the only actual old heads who made it. I don't know. I don't know much about the Mark rest Ty of the field. Mark Tyner's an old head. He's washed Mark up. Mark Tyner too. is an old head. He's not washed, he's washed up, up, but he's, he's washed old up. for washed for up. universe standards. Yeah, yeah, washed up. Second well, place. He hasn't, won, any, he hasn't won anything. He hasn't won anything in two years. He's washed up. <laughs> yeah second place after checking what like three twos in a row that's pretty rough yeah it's pretty rough pretty so rough. uh what is uh like i know that there was a lot of jasco people there and i don't know if you got to interact with a lot of them keenan like on the stream side but i mean it seemed like the energy's still there with new ownership right like they're they're doing mm -hmm. the thing they're, they're keeping i didn't it know alive. there was new ownership i i that was actually a surprise that i found out on the stream was that <laughs> it within it, I, I knew that it had been sold but mm -hmm. like I was under the impression that Jasco's like Jason still had like most controlling rights and maybe he does. I don't really know what the whole hierarchy's looking like over there. But it was it was kind of it was kind of crazy to like see, oh hey, look, these are the new co owners of Jasco games. It's it's kind of a wild uh experience mm -hmm. to just be like, Wow, this is this has happened. I uh I sat down with Luan and talked to him. Me, him and Ty had a conversation for about forty five minutes to an hour on day two. Just chit chatting about way things are done and i was giving him crap about delays and all that stuff because you know i have to because that's just the way i am and but no like i've had i've had, I've had phone conversations with him and he seems like a really really good dude a real good guy uh, it seems like it seems like the one thing that jasco has always been missing is a real businessman at the top at the top Jason's a business he's a player than a businessman in my opinion Juan and Paul seem like businessmen and players. Like it's just the way I see it, and and it seems like uh, they've always been a real business. Because I called them an upgraded business because they have like actual money, like like CFO, CEO, blah blah blah. You know, they're like WWE now. You know? <laughs> they have like they can see things like we we have we have capital now. Have capital, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I was asking them about you know. Uh, oh, are they thinking about you know finding other printing because they're printing in Japan and finding trying to look for other avenues and stuff like that you know in the states domestically and all. Um, the reason why he let it slip one reason why we're getting Crimson Rampage on the date we are. I'm an Asmodee are flying stuff over. That is not. Yeah, that's that's how much they care about their their players and getting the product into. So they're just throwing pallets of Crimson Rampage on a plane and flying it to us instead of putting it on a boat? Uh, yeah, well, yes. And I think, because what he said is, the way he described it is, in every facet of production, printing, there's been delays. Packing, there's been delays. Shipping to the dock, there's been delays. Shipping to the LA port, there's been delays. There's been delays at the port. There's been, you know, it's just every, it's just a confluence of just... This, is, this is the same thing we've heard countless times from from yeah. you know yeah. oh yeah it, i know it, it, it's something that players who have been playing this game for as long as all of us have mm -hmm. have seen probably 10 to 15 times at this stage so it's 
honestly crazy because you know you you want to think okay it's it's just it's it's whatever this is just kind of how it is and i i think it legitimately is just how it is and the fact that asmodee has the clout to say all right this isn't working let's put this stuff on a plane is like that that is that is the new level of you that is that is the heightened hierarchy that we have just hit we've just hit we've hit be on a plane (laughs) tier and that's actually going to help our game more than a lot of other things are (laughs) yeah yeah well i'm just hoping the plane not 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 to say not to wish badly on open like you know the plane catches on fire or crashes near my house and i can just go steal all the boxes of crimson rampage that would be great as long as the pilots eject and all that stuff Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's like those action movies where the pallets just like slide up. Right. Uh, they just fall off the back, and they just have little parachutes, and they just kind of land. You want an crazy. Ocean's Eleven style plane heist of Crimson Rampage, yeah. is what it sounds like, Chris. That's what it is. Yeah, you gotta get over. Right you gotta quick get over to China. Hop on. Get on that plane. Disguise yourself as a pallet. Mm-hmm. This it's is an amazing plan. I would watch let's, this. Let's say you got a solid snake, it right. Um, <laughs> I need but, a cardboard but, box, a solid snake. Yeah. Uh, but to your point about the printers, I think I, I've seen a lot of people make uh, comments and stuff like that on the forums, like, oh, well, you just get new printers. I don't think people realize that pretty much all American printers are bought, not like bought, but bought by like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic. Like, and unless, you what, have, unless you have that kind of money, you're not getting an American print right now. Uh, and, that's what and, he said, too. And, but he's also said there's a, there's a bunch of new printers popping up that want mm-hmm. that cardboard money. Yeah. So um, they're looking into sending, you know, get samples and treatments. But the issue is the stuff from these unknown companies, they have to ship it over to Toho and Funimation mm-hmm. and get approval and see if they can do these treatments or like, hey, can you do these different foil patterns? Because what's going to happen in the next set, yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, as long as they can get ahead of it, Maybe we maybe sets three, four, and five are printed in 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 America, or maybe sets four and five or whatever. So, you know, I'd be glass half full for a ch- mm-hmm. okay. okay. And like, I I think we have we're seeing a growing CCG market too. Like, there are a lot more. I know Flesh and Blood is like an up and coming CCG, and there. Well, are... they just announced uh, Flesh and Blood two point yesterday. What? Wild. Tell me about well. This this is not a podcast for that. I guess we can talk <laughs> about it later. Blood but 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 to, but to your point about up and coming CCGs, yeah. like, this is one that's been around for like two years and is already like we're starting over. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, got to got to do a relaunch. Look, this is going to be the Flesh and Blood podcast for a minute. The, that game launched like at the pandemic start. That's the reason they're doing that, right? Yes, it, they, they yeah. specifically said that in the announcement. They're like, hey, when we started this game, we thought it was going to be a very small market of people who wanted to play it, especially with the, with the pandemic. So we we made a very small print run. Turns out people really loved our game and wanted to buy it, but now Whoops. no one has the cards. So we're, <laughs> we're kind of starting things over. Now that we have more more capital and uh, more ability to print cards and things like that. I, th- I think it was yeah. the gist. I'm not a flesh and blood player, clearly. Uh, this is, as Ryan has said, this is not the flesh and blood podcast. <laughs> the, uh, the, the the flesh and blood academy is podcast. That's, that doesn't really... doesn't really roll off no the tongue, right? That, no. <laughs> uh, it doesn't, it's not smooth. I come on like butter. Blood <laughs> academy podcast. Um, so I guess I mean I guess we've been we've been at this for like an hour so I guess we could probably wrap yeah. up. But um, we no really. It's like right I, it, at an it hour. Is, dude, it is almost it. it's almost ten o'clock over here. Did you guys have any like final major takeaways from provisional or any shout outs, Chris, and then Keenan? Um, very shout outs to oh shout outs to Kelly Nixon for ass up and greatly appreciate that. You, you cut out really so bad, that. Chris. Yeah. Yeah, you cut Rewind out on it. everything you said. Say oh, it did I? Uh... 
Change your microphone and say it again. Back, back up from your mic and talk. <laughs> hey, uh, can you hear me now? There yeah, you go. Cool. A Chris and Kelly Nick. Nope, never mind. <laughs> Chris and Kelly Nixon, web- right? Yeah. Chris and Kelly Nixon. There we go. Uh, he's going to start doing Chris sign can, language. All right, Chris he's can done. message it to us and John will oh, say it. Exactly. This, this actually sucks. So I was actually going to ask him a question. So Chris and Kelly Nixon, he loves you. You can, uh, you can try to ask me and I'll take my head. Uh, yes or no. Yes or no. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, thinking about Legendary Wolf being in a mall, did they have any foot traffic who saw the event and came in and like people were like trying to see what's going on? Or was it more like, oh, there's something going on. I don't really want to disturb them or what? Half and half. Well, it was kind of like, well, like where did all these nerds do? Oh, okay. So it sounds like uh, you guys can't see. It sounds like people were walking by and saying there's a bunch of nerds in there, and then who knows what's going on. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. We can literally hear everything you're doing except when you talk. It's except wild. talking, <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Well, yeah, we can't uh, hear anything you're saying, so just keep saying yeah. it. What about you, Keenan? Do you have any like major takeaways or any anything to shout out? Major takeaways: How hard it is to do a twelve-hour stream without cursing when you stop, you talk like a sailor in your normal everyday life. It was oh yeah, actually like the, part of the mental effort of it was just putting the filter on. Also, how hard it is to not say UFS because when you go to your stream, you have a piece of paper that says, "Hey." Don't say UFS and don't mention like don't try not to mention UVS outside of the context of the MHACCG because there are all these like extra pieces that they're that they're trying to, you know, get their message across and everything like that. Yeah. So doing that was very difficult. Uh, but we did we we mostly made it through without without doing that. Um, I mean, of course, big shout outs to Miles Tyler. He forgot my name twice during the stream, but that man also had messaged me three days before and said, hey, Keenan, you want to do this, uh, like, directly? <laughs> and I have slept on a futon in his house, and his wife has made me breakfast uh, in the morning. So, like, we, I know Miles, and he knows who I am, I promise. Uh, that was definitely, the, like, some of the funniest shit that happened all weekend. And then, yeah, just That's big shout-outs to Jesse, big shout-outs to Mike. I everybody running the store and just like it was a great opportunity i really hope i get to do it again um and yeah that was that's pretty much it are you doing any cool projects we we heard the first words you said and that was it i have to get really close i'm using my built-in mic so sorry okay yeah okay thank you for having me on the show sorry i screwed up the yeah, end man. of it no you're fine. <laughs> totally fine it was it was hilarious this is going in the right in the episode so people can see it <laughs> we don't so, edit <laughs> Keenan or Chris, do you guys have any projects or anything you're working on you want me to link to in our description? No projects? Okay. All right. Well, hey, I don't know. Opportunity. I kind of want to write an article for you guys again, but I don't well, make know. it happen, man. The website's yeah. available. Yeah, I know. Just I just need to stop being lazy and be addicted to Final Fantasy XIV. Sorry. <laughs> New patch dropped, man. New patch dropped. Got to finish I, that. Hey. It's a tough monkey to get off your back. I've been there. <laughs> oh, there's a provisional this weekend. Don't forget about that. The provisional this weekend. I think so. we talked about that on our main episode. But yeah, provisional. Necklace had provisional. to be about Friday night at midnight. Don't don't fuck up. You're gonna get a yep. you're gonna yep. get drops. Game one drop. No no mm-hmm. support. You're out. You're gonna yeah. be pissed off. They took your money. So make sure you put that decklist in there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, with that, I think that's going to do it for us on this uh, special episode of the Inverse Academy podcast. 
Thanks for stopping by, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. See you. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs>